What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, DC, host of the What The Shit Podcast. I want to thank y'all for listening. If you could, go to the Facebook page, What The Stuff Podcast. Become a member of the crew. Also, you can hit us up on Instagram, What The Shit underscore podcast. Catch us on iHeart and everywhere else. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Watch it for those who are still watching here. Check out this clip. Blast from the past. Never had in history, black, white, or other. Uh, <laughs> so we do have to get the skedaddle. Somebody got to get the skibbity paps. Uh, Jason want to do skibbity. Uh, Chris wants to be the black Bob Hope. <laughs> and I just want to be here for another podcast because this is what the shit. So um, we go, uh, we do parting shots. Everybody. So I was going on, bro. I apologize. Yeah, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm trying to get some energy back, man. I've been, you know, dealing with whatever you got going on, man. I literally been lost my energy over this past hour and a half. My bad, sir. That was a mix-up in where I sent the code at. Everything good? Yeah, I I thought I sent it to you and Lewis. I just sent it to him. I'm literally sitting there. I'm I'm pressing the Google Meet John in the email since 8:30. I'm like, why is they not accepting? Like, what's going on? Nah, my that was that was like I said. I thought I said it to both of y'all. Been a long day of working, and I thought I said it to both of y'all, but that's on me. I'm gonna take that one on the chin. I apologize for that, sir. It's all love, man. It's all love, B. But you guys, I, I came in and John with with the wild energy. See, see one thing you got. One thing about, uh, I'm sure you understand. One thing about people who are, are workhorses is you don't feel the fatigue and tiredness until you stop. Oh, yeah. So I've I literally been moving and moving and moving and moving. I, this is the everyday thing. I, I move nonstop. So when I set still at 830 and then time elapsed, I just felt myself like, you know what I mean? The energy just started draining and draining and draining. And of course, we can pick it up. But that's just, that's just how it is. That's one thing I don't always notice, man. It's only when I sit still that I, you know what I mean? I never, I'm not the type of, I'm not the type of person that, I'm not the type of person that lays down and be like, all right, it's bedtime and then go to sleep. I'm the type of person that passes out. Oh, I, I, shit, I passed out last night. I know the feeling of that. It, it's hard for me to like once I sit down. Even if here, it's different because I'm I'm on a mic and the camera's on, so the energy there. So I know what you're saying. And um, like I said, that was a total miscommunication. Um, I'm gonna have to eat that one. Like that was on me. But I, I'm glad you're here though, because you have something that's going on, man, that people need to know about. Yeah, on. man. Uh, this for the east side, man. Period. This for the east side. Album coming, 17th. Listen event on the 16th. Man, this 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 genre right here is, is special, man. This I feel like this is probably my best work, man. Uh, I'm I'm excited. Um because last time we talked, man, I, I we, we were talking about you know your process and everything like that. 
from what I've been seeing, like the press, like you guys were pushing this, and I cannot wait for the release because I feel like just seeing your work and hearing some of your past work, man, it's, I know it's going to be bananas. I can tell you that much. Like, I don't have no doubt about that. I, I feel like I feel like last time we I feel like I'm trying to I'm trying to full screen this real quick, bro. This this John on the side. You're in the shame. I'm not wondering. Last time we had it full screen. I'm trying to get rid of this side box thing. Hold on, give me a second. Why well, I, I don't know why it's not full screening. But um what I will say is uh, I, I think it was unique, a unique situation because last time we chatted, it was like the introduction, like you all weren't super familiar with the process. It was more so we got this guy on, let's get familiar with his personality. We see he's at a specific point, but we don't really, we've been, we haven't been around to see the movements that had got him to this point. So I think in between that and now you all have seen so many things, like so many small things happen. Of course, in some eyes, perception is reality to some people. So in some people's mind, as we talked on the last, John, some things are just always catastrophic, no matter what's being done. But to the person actually painting that picture, it's just a simple stroke of the, of the brush. You know what I mean? So um, to, to speak to that, man, because like, like you said, we didn't know each other, never met other than that, you know, that one thing. But like I said, uh -huh. seeing the post, man, seeing the energy, you know what I'm saying? Seeing the pictures, seeing the work being put in, man, and seeing the the uh, excitement behind it. That's why I'm like, oh, this project, he working on something because just the energy that you see, you know what I mean? That's somebody in his joint, yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Because you can tell when, you know what I'm saying, a rapper's not really putting his all into it. The, the, the pictures, you can see it in the pictures, he ain't, uh, you know what I'm saying? His energy level looked down in the pictures. When he's talking about the album, it's just like, you know, I got it dropping, you know, pick it up. Like, you've been energized, man. Well, this some what well, the thing is, like when you when you get to specific realms as an artist, that's why I can I, I don't really like to speak on, on other people because you know, as artists, a lot of people don't don't like to take criticism from a they think it is it's just like hating or something like that, which is not really so. I'm going to speak directly to you. When you speaking of, of, of people that you see that don't have this energetic field around their art or whatever the case is, the situation be more so like this coming from the mind of an artist. The project is like, remember last time we spoke about you, you, you lay out a canvas. This is your easel. You got your canvas laid out. You just, you painting the full picture. You coming from the left, you going all the way to the right. The project is just like one little speck in there so of course you're embracing this entire canvas so your energy is as big as an entire canvas you get one project right here which is your baby amongst going to the ant platforms amongst going to the different uh for shooters platforms for the to all these different platforms these are all pieces of the canvas so when you got people who don't really understand everything that comes with artistry and then they're just thinking I'm going to wake up today, I'm going to go to the lab, or I'm going to book some time, go to the lab, and I'm going to put together two, three tracks. I got four or five I already had, and then I'm going to take some more. It's not really the full in, embedded passion because it's kind of just like I want to just be heard. That's not really the mind state of somebody that's painting a full entire picture. Like 
somebody that's painting the full John is not thinking I want to be heard. They're thinking this is something that I would like for some people to see, but I still got a lot more stuff going on. So what you're what you're seeing is basically the embodiment of an entire vision that I'm just living out moment by moment. I don't really know what's set for tomorrow. I don't think ahead. That's how you induce anxiety. I don't think what happened yesterday. That's depression. I live directly in the moment. That's a, that's a mean quote, brother. But I so feel you on that. With, with being directly in the moment, it just, it keeps me with a, like to carry the weight from yesterday, it's just too, it's too heavy. And to think about tomorrow too much is just, it's anxiety. So it's just like, Stand in a moment, it just keeps you, it keeps you grounded, humility, like it keeps you humble in a sense, because you just like, okay, I'm in the middle of a storm. Like, I'm not sure if you, you, you're not an artist yourself, but have you ever met an artist that say has been on stage in front of like a few hundred people? Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you know anybody that's been in the stage in front of hundreds or even thousands of people. I don't I'm not really sure how most minds that uh sets are, but minds personally, I'm not looking at this as man, I'm this popular guy and look at all these people watching me. I feel like I'm in the midst of the storm and the people that are out there watching it are just viewing me fight my battles live. That's so where are you at right now with the the battle of the album? Like do you feel like Cause I know you feel. Cause I hear it in your voice. You, your your confidence is there, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, my my passion, my passion behind the entire art is different, bro. Like, this is the this is the thing. Um, I don't like I told you. I don't think about what was yesterday, and I don't think about what's tomorrow. I plan, literally, like probably for like the past three years. I plan my years in halves, so I I plan six months at a time. So basically what's going on right now was already finished months ago. I'm just living literally for the in the moment talking to you. I'm not thinking about anxiety about the I'm not I'm not stressed or bombarded about anything because I plan 6 month increments. Before probably 3 years ago it would probably would be 3 month increments cuz I was hungrier. And then it would you know what I mean? And before that it would probably be when you're moving at the pace that it's just like, okay, I got to do this. Like if you're moving right in the moment, you're already behind in, in, in the, in the world of entertainment. This is true. You got to literally be ahead of the game. You got to, you got to create comfortability, man. It's, it's, it's just like, this is how you, you run into artists who have poignancy. They're literally, you open up the door, y'all interview at eight 30. They're right there. When you open up the door to see who out in the lobby, you, you call it if they picking up right on. I'm one of those type people because I already have things planned. If I embed something into my my time slot or whatever, it's going to happen right then and there. I'm not one of these people that play mind games. You get a text message from somebody and you hit him back four hours later. Oh, it was good. I was asleep. Even though you saw I'm not that type of person. I'm literally the I'm just I'm who I am. You know what I mean? So with me planning these six month increments, it's like. I already knew what was going to happen from January to June. And I'm already knowing what's going to happen from June to December. So that the listen party, all of these things are just dots on the easel, like on the, on the entire vision that I'm just running into. It's kind of like you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Partially. Yeah. 
it's kind of like it's not it, it's not really pertaining to the movie itself but if you look at like the artwork the way they drew it it's kind of like a uh it's like a landscape and and if you look at it the way they put it on uh on the covers of the books it's like trees are little dots and things are just like more of dots than the actual thing itself even though when you indulge and jump into it that dot might have been a 200 foot tree or a troll or or this or that but you don't really know that until you dive into the book so i'm just basically running into the dots connecting they were already set so let's I, I want before we get to the this six months now what's the next six months like are you next six months is a whole lot of 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 um national platforms uh preceding the amp joint that i just did a whole lot of more uh national platforms um i plan on hitting the stage again uh fallish wintertime i'm gonna let them digest this tape time with the with the family with my son uh what else i got planned that's on the entertainment side that i can get the people amped up for visuals video shoots like these things are are already thoughts that are embedded months ahead of time i don't just like i said i don't just wake up and be like man we need to shoot a video to this and then hit my guys up and be like when we ready nah it's already understood months ahead of time so that schedules don't collide you got to understand i live away from everyone mm -hmm. i can't just wake up thinking that time is on my side so listening party dropping on the 17th um i hate i don't like asking like expectations because that just feels like because a lot of people be like so what are your expectations for this album um i don't like that question because it's like yeah i don't i don't think in that question. sense man i i just know i don't think in that sense man because at the end of the day it would be different if i was making uh music that had no ties to me if i was just making club records or or music that was just like just like random music I make music that's personal, that that's about my life, things that I've been through and things that are going on. So I don't really have expectations because that would be this, the equivalent of me saying, what do you think when, when you look at me in a sense? That's basically almost being entitled to someone's attention. I'm not entitled to anyone's attention. I'm asking, once I do put this, this art out, join my world learn more about me um understand me a little bit more so i don't really i don't really do the expectations i just know that you know i've never really i've never really just been discouraged over over the responses to the music i've it's just never happened i don't know if it's not my heart or if it's not my mind but it's just like it don't matter you go on for example you go to psg which has about over 3,000 comments. I literally, if you look, it don't matter if they said he looks like Dave Chappelle, his tooth has got a gap, a carcass. It don't matter what said. I literally heart and like all 3,000 of those comments. I don't respond, but it's just to see the notification. That That's more than enough. Heart, like. Continue on with my day. Yes. So it's like when things happen, it's just like I'm not expecting anything. I don't have expectations. So it's like I can't be put down by anything. I just can move forward. 
See, and that's how I know you're a different type of artist. Cause the fact that you did do that, you know what I mean? I don't know too many like liking and harding the the good and the bad is not really heard of. You know what I mean? Not man, cause, you know, cause cause that that's what happens to your question when you, when people have expectations. If if I had say I had expectations on pussy so good, man, this girl is naked. I know I'm fly. If I'm not looking in the mirror and looking at myself, I don't think I have a gap. I don't. The mind could trick yourself into believing that you look different than your actual appearance. I know that the, 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 a lot of this stuff that these people are saying is their reality. They're looking at a screen the same way I laid it out. I'm not privy to any of these comments. Like you could say you, you're welcome to say whatever you like. It's how I respond to it is is how it's going to affect me. You you heard when you was a kid all the time and you would go run into your mother, they keep calling me ugly. Well, are you answering to it? Then it don't matter. And, it shouldn't. It, it shouldn't even matter. Yes, it shouldn't. But it's just this is this is something that this is something that you know it's a it's an entire psychology to it. You know it would take many many. It would take a long chat for me to break it down entirely, but it is helpful to other artists, which I do when I have one-on-ones. Like, you can't you can't bump into not one person that I've ever come across in a one-on-one situation that will tell you, man, you know, I went and in, in, in linked up with Shoe, man, and for, like, the whole time, he just was talking about what he's doing and what he's done and, and who he is and, and how big... You can't you can't even meet a person that even would talk like that. They would they would this would be their exact convo. Man, I ran into Shoe Man and he literally just was trying to tell me, give me nonstop advice and and just help me. Like this was the whole entire conversation. He literally never spoke about himself. From lose to anyone. This is just it's like we said in the last interview, it's just, it's just, it's not in me to speak of me. It's that's, that's not who I am. It's that, it's that humbleness, man. And I, I can dig it. It's all, uh, it shows, man. Cause it, it just. Like, you need, you need humility and grounding to oh, even yeah. be able to elevate. Because yeah. if you believe you're already on level a hundred, how will you get to it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's a big issue. Um, people start smelling their shit before they get where they need to get um, well what well, what i will say is it's two accountabilities on that end where, where people get to smelling themselves because coming from the local circuit i'm sure you see as well um it's a it's a ton of gaslighting going on mm -hmm. a ton of it and what i contributed to actually doing my studying upon getting outside of the circuit and being able to look in is I attribute it to this one specific thing. The reason that the people are gaslighting is because they may that one, they may know you personally Two, They don't, they may not want to indulge in your art for whatever they got going on personal life. Maybe the art is not good, all these different things. But at the end of the day, if they can just say fire emoji or yeah, bro, you're doing your thing or that's dope. And then just go disappear again. Not, not buy your music, not show up at a show, not do anything. It kind of keeps one foot in the door. If you do become some sort of superstar, megastar, they could say, I've been rocking. You remember I was, I used to comment emojis on your John, even though I never showed up at a show. I never bought your merch. I never bought your song. I never listened to it. I never told nobody to listen to it. I dropped that emoji just so I can have one foot in. I, think I attribute it to that. 
I think that's what it is because a lot of people you see that so often. Um, somebody makes it and it's like, oh man, remember when I was, you know, what I mean, I, I told you to keep going, you know, what I mean, I was the reason you kept going. It's like, dog, you ain't. I and and the thing about people who are 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 it's a joint on the album, man, called Real, and it's an acronym. The thing about people who are in my in my reality, the acronym Real stands for rare which real is rare, real is empathic, which is the E, real is authentic, and real is loyal. So rare, empathy, authenticity, and loyalty, that's real. So when you run into people who are real, and say I'm getting a fire, say I get a fire emoji from 100 people, me personally, I I know whether I respond or react or whatever, I know I start to build a, a, a companionship with each one of those people. So if you're gaslighting me, that's my issue. If I show up at something and I'm looking for those people that's showing love and they're not there, I have to deal with that alone. I, I can't go running to people and saying, man, they hating on me and da-da-da-da-da. I have to deal with that. What I can do is focus on the people who are showing up. But when you're real and you're authentic and you're loyal, you still know the ones that are doing the BS because you, you're you looking at everything dead on. You're not in this deluded world where it don't matter who show up. I, it could be five people at the show. A hundred thousand people be on my page saying I'm fired, so I don't care if the show flopped. I'm fired. And still have that mentality. Like It doesn't make sense in a world of real. So I want to ask, um, uh -huh. what is your favorite song on this album? Man, mine personally will probably be the track "Real" that I'm speaking of. Man, it's it's just it's it's what it embodies. Man, it it speaks about it just speaks about what those that acronym means to me. Man, being rare, being empathic, being authentic, being loyal. Like it's it's a it's a it's a very I just play it on repeat. You know what I mean? I can't really pinpoint myself what actually it is to what the listener is going to say or what they're going to think about it because I'm just painting. I'm just giving out my thoughts. So for me to try to explain to you my thoughts would be like, I would have to go back to that and really be like, you know, what was on my mind, which, you know what I mean? It's not the hardest thing. But I just know that it would take time. Like, I don't, I don't just do things that are just super duper right there in the moment. Like I'm the type of person that may take months and weeks off of even creating art, but that John will come in out of nowhere. You'll just get this creative streak that lasts a week long, three hours long, five hours. And then you create something that you don't even understand. Good box, for example, where pussy so good came from those eight tracks I wrote in my basement within a matter of like three hours. Dang. Depressed at the time, actually. So it wasn't that I was sitting around thinking, oh, the good box, I need to drop it in October and I need to have this monitor. I literally just was letting time go by. At the time I had Pretty Girl Lot, which is one of my biggest singles. I had came off of the year before with hit them folks and everything that took me into viral status. So I'm just sitting around just day to day playing the game, doing whatever I'm doing. And the streak just hit me. 
I just got these beats and it was just like, I'm hearing this melody of PSG and all these things. And it literally was like, but this happens all the time. I get these spurts out of nowhere. And I actually learned from watching the Kobe interview about three days ago where he said, uh, you know, my creative process on writing these novels that I got into after basketball wasn't just me sitting around, picking my hair out, being having no creativity. It was literally I had set a schedule where I wake up every day at 5 a.m. And from seven to noon, I'm writing backstories. And this is like a daily schedule so that once you get into the repetition of it. He was saying, like, I had an idea to do this sort of podcast thing with these celebrities. And I just was thinking about it every day. But I I knew I, I, I didn't have no idea how I would get it. I didn't know if they would agree to it. And then a year later, it happened. So you just you just don't know how creativity is going to come. Those who are creative, like I said, I don't just do the writing about anything, the club Johns and all these joints. If my John is going to resonate there, it will on its own. I'm not forcing for any of that. It's funny you say that because um, the creative process can be to me sometimes like because it's different for podcasting than it is for making music. Uh -huh. Um but it's a gift and a curse sometimes because I know for me, uh, when I feel creative, it ain't always when I should feel creative. It's like when I should be going to sleep, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I should be in bed going to sleep and I get this idea or I'm traveling down the road and then I just zone out because I feel something like, oh, damn, I got to do that. But I'm hyper-focused on that, so nothing else. I mean, but that's the thing about creativity. You never know when it's going to hit you. And... It could be, it's beautiful. Like, like for those who never experienced it, um, like I used to call myself, like we used to get like drinking freestyle rap. And to me, uh -huh. it was like, it was like, okay, that's creativity. But people who could write and who see these lyrics, um, that's a different creativity, but all creativity can be beautiful if used the right way. And that's mm -hmm. what I like about what you do, man. Like you, your creativity is, on a different level, like just having like conversations with you like this, like this, and the time before, man, just like seeing the the depth of your your you know what I'm saying your spirit, you know what I mean is it's it's an aura, you know what I mean. I've been on a, I'm not gonna lie, man. For about, I would say since about early 2020, I've been on a, I've been on a spiritual walk, man. Just learning more and more about myself in the sense that understanding what it is that I do possess because humility had me for so long on um, just, just accepting less than, cause, cause you got to understand, I don't think I am anyone, but obviously the body of work would say different. The world does though. You know, so, do. so for forever, I just, I found myself just accepting what was ever just whatever while I was in the midst of, of the gumbo pot, which I call Cleveland, which is, you know, the, the stern pot of, of many different mind states and, and attitudes and, and demeanors. Once I got out of that, I set, gathered myself for a few years. And then around 2020, I just got in the zone like, you know what, I need to I need to really I need to really take this joint serious. Like what I have is if you knew my story, which you will learn listening to this project and my backstory. I shouldn't be this person. I should be in the same position as my other five siblings who are still trying to figure out how to escape that trauma we went through. The yeah, difference is I have a voice. Oh, uh, 
and and that's that's why I I was like I I I'm ready to um like it ain't no it ain't no hesitation like there's some people uh when I was talking to Lewis I was like I want to have him back on um I definitely want to have you back on again man because I really enjoy talking to you um just the, like I said man just the depth of who you are the humility and the story alone I feel like I'm one of the people if somebody has a story to tell I don't care how many times they come on and tell it I still because you never I, I believe you never know who listens to your story and take something away from it right you might find uh what they were missing in their own life by hearing you speak um I'm very I don't think most that. understand not to cut you off but I don't think most no. people even understand um how therapeutic it is to even tell your story like a lot of the thing is this man every human being walking this earth has a story mm-hmm. the difference between myself and others is do i want people knowing my story so that they can look at me and judge me and that's not my thought process yeah and that, i think that's what i think that's what holds people back that's exactly what holds it's people back that's when you step outside, like I like I was saying, like when you step outside of the circuit, man, and, and because now that I can, now that I understand how the local circuit works, I'm I'm no longer emotional about it. When you're in the middle of it and you're and you're maneuvering it, and then you're kind of confused, like why is this going on? When I didn't give that type of energy towards that, and then you can step outside of it and understand, like okay, well. This wasn't your fault. That wasn't your fault. All these things that you took on and, and began to slow yourself down thinking, because this is the local artist mindset. You get into it with this huge rage. I know what I want to do. I'm ready to go. I want to get to that stardom, whatever you think it is. Once you're going through the circuit and you got, you go to this, you go to whatever this is. I'm just throwing the picture out there. You go here, lashing on your back. It didn't go the way you want. That's one lash. Three weeks later, you go to this one. It didn't go the way you want. That's another lash. So three, four, five years in, you got so many lashes on your back. You talking about people hating on me. They don't support here. I don't want to do this no more. And you do, yeah, you, you see that very often, that bitterness and that um um disgust. And I, I'd be wondering, like, man, like, how did that happen? But hearing that. And what it is, is it's a, what it is, is our our self our lack of self assurance self love self knowledge self awareness induces um paranoia it induces uh entitlement it induces all these things that because what you got to understand is this when you listen to the album you'll you'll know even more of what i'm saying but the separation between myself and my five siblings why they aren't able to escape the trauma the difference is I was removed and put into a, um, a height setting. You know, the difference between the hood and the heights. I was removed and put into a setting where I could be nurtured and groomed in a light where I didn't have to just take whatever it was going on around me and just adapt to it. And in the hood, in the, in the inner city, you have to be able to adapt because you need to survive. If you don't, you walk outside your house and you look like food every single day to every single person you pass. So with that in mind, 
let's skip it all the way forward to you becoming some sort of guy that wants to be something. You're a rapper. There's a suicide holler that's over here that has this clear mind. He doesn't even know about quote unquote narcissistic tendencies. And then there's another guy who picks up the mic the same day that suicide holler did, but he knows that in this environment, it's mind games. Mind, you have to have a better mind game than the next person in order to excel. So they already have tactics that they adapted to survive in, in the environment. And what we got to understand is that Cleveland as a whole, from the world's view, is one big inner city. So, of course, we got the Willoughby's and the Mentors and all these Heights little spots. But those, even those still, if you look at Cleveland today, you can't really name an area that people say that's a good area outside of a Parma, a Broadview Heights, something that's far. So with all of these areas, the Maple, the Bedfords, where I came up at and everybody shaker becoming an inner city, everybody has the survivalist and the, uh, the mind game is tactics. So when you're going, there's a system set in place in everybody's city. It don't matter if it's Atlanta, New York, Miami, Cleveland, Detroit. There's already a system set in play. What you need to be worrying about is thinking back, whoever set this system up, I mean, set this system up and what type of mind state they had, because that's what trickled forward. So whoever came after the person who initially came together to set the system, these are this is the way the system is going to be. So when you're going through the system, you're going to have one of two mind states. Either you're going to have the type of mind state I had where you're confused because you don't understand why things are away, or you're going to have the entitled mind state where why isn't it my way? I'm going to get mad. I'm mad today. I'm mad tomorrow. I'm going to start lashing out on these people, those people, these. And then by the time you look up, nobody wants to deal with you. You're an angry local rapper. Mm-hmm. And we see that far too often uh, in, in sports and music. Yeah, it has to do with your upbringing, man. Your your upbringing is very important to your character as an adult, man. You, if you don't, you don't need perfect. You don't need spoiled. You don't need the things that people envision is a correct upbringing. You just need just good enough raising. Yeah, uh, it's crazy because like saying that, like me and my brother, my young my my brother next to me, same kind of upbringing. It's just that he felt entitled. He, um, I probably shouldn't even fuck it. This is my show. I'm gonna do what I want. Um, you know, it's just that upbringing is, is crazy because you give one person something and it's good enough for them and they take that and work. You give somebody mm-hmm. else the same thing, it's not good enough and they want more and they're gonna sit there till you give them more. And it's like, why that other person took that one and started going out working and working, that same person is sitting in that same spot waiting on that hand to come back out and give them more. So I understand what you're saying by that because it's, it, and it's crazy how that works, but that mentality that somebody owes me something and the world owes me. And that's what's, that's what kills. That's what kills the local artists. I had a conversation with my guy Lou about a week ago, week and a half ago. And I was explaining to him, it don't matter who, it don't matter what the artist's name is that you personally know. If they sitting at their house thinking this talent that I got is so different and special that everything that I look and see that people get, I'm going to get that. It's, it's, it's going to come to me because I'm dope. I had to explain to him. 
I'm I'm to the local to the people's view. I'm suicide holler that has accomplished this, that, the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. But for me to sit around and be like, man, and they need to reach out to me. I I want Ohio lyricist all these years and sway. I don't know what he's doing. Da, 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 da. I should have been on. That's incorrect. That that would that would make me entitled. So if I'm quote unquote suicide holler who has done all of these things to the public eye and I don't and I understand that none of this stuff is privy to me, then how could somebody who hasn't even taken the steps to accomplish what I did eight years ago could look at me and be like, Yeah, uh, I see everything you did, but it's time for I, example, I had a guy who is is a a, a local artist in Cleveland currently who would be considered a lyrical guy, right? Now, mind you, I came into the circuit a lyricist, not because I set up and was like, I want to be a lyricist. It's more so because of the way I came into rap, the style, the battles, and, and the different artists. I look up to the big L's and these guys. So what I achieved through what I was able to do with my lyric is just, those were just added things to whatever I was going to accomplish in the, in the big dream of it. So you got guys, a guy who started getting into the rap, wanted to go on his lyrical path, whatever the case may be, decided, you know what? When I put out my original tracks, because I'm not seasoned enough to really have creativity, they're not really that good. And I'm noticing I don't get that good of a response. Like, I don't really get too many people even paying attention. But when I get on um, industry beats, which is some other guy's beat that's already copywritten, that's already you can't capitalize in any sense besides showing that you have talent on their beat. So when said person got on 10,000 or a hundred, let's say a hundred industry beats and wrapped their brains out and had so many people gaslight them, fire, fire emoji, fire emoji. Said person came to my inbox after this was probably, this was 2020 after everything that I've been seen doing. Said person came to my inbox and told me, when you ready to get on a track with me, let me know. And I'm looking like, wow. I'm looking like, is this, it, it wasn't even, it wasn't even just when you're ready. It was, I see what you're doing. I don't know how this is. Cause you got to understand with me being who I am, I could read through people. Like I'm Hayoka hey, empath, INFJ personality type. Like I'm, I'm different. These are things that I've learned about myself over the past couple of years with me looking at this, this, the way he worded it, man, uh, your energy is crazy. I, I love the, what you're doing with the shows and stuff. When you're ready to get on the track with me, let me know. And I'm looking at it like, how is this even, how could you even say that to me? That would be equivalent to me admiring Kendrick Wale and all these guys and jumping in their DM early in my career before I even attempted to become a good artist and saying, I don't care that you're on MMG and I don't care that you're the dopest out west. When you're ready to get on the track with me because I'm fired, let me know. Where's the logic? Some bold shit, yo. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. That's that's really bold shit. Like that's. But it, but I attribute it to two accountabilities: the lack on the person, on the artist, and then the accountability on the people gaslighting said person because they have laziness and they don't want to truly support. Yeah. Which is which is horrible because. It's putting out a lot of 
weird music. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. In 2018, I turned my comments off due to I didn't even want people. I had already been privy to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments, whether I was really that or not. But I wanted people to understand. I'm putting out this art. I don't need to be gaslit. I don't even need a hundred. I don't need ten. I don't even need one. I'm. I'm gonna continue to do this whether y'all are here or not. So when I see people who take to heart the hundreds of comments, whatever, however they're getting, when I see that, it's 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 understandable. Be appreciated for your art, but be grounded and know what's real and what isn't. That same person you see get on your last ten posts, man, this is fire, bro. I don't know what going you the one, and you never seen him support you one time in real life, person. Why? Why do you keep believing that for years? Yeah, it, it's. I I don't know if it's the. It's a lack of self awareness. Well, that too, yeah, yeah, it's definitely that. Cause I know. I can't get caught up in that uh, when I do this show. Um, like I said, it's more for the people, the guests like you guys, man. You guys, well, like I said, come on and tell your story. Whether it's uh, I say it all the time in my end, whether it's a hundred people or one person watching. It's still going to be the same show. We're still trying to make sure we're entertaining, but you're also getting dope-ass people on here. because That's that's the passion in you. And, and, and what most don't realize about passion is it's hard to develop passion when you're in the inner city because people call you things. They, they, they ridicule you. They say you're weak. They say you really got real feelings. You're not supposed to have that. That's soft. Like, it's so many stereotypes in the inner city. The survivalist mind state is just is detrimental to many. It's broken a lot of spirits. Um, what do you think? Where do you think empathy and authenticity in these things come from? You can't find this in the in the, in the inner cities because to be yourself is to be fooled in in the mind of a shark. Because what's really going on in the inner city is basically daily reverse psychology. When I walk out my door, I'm this fragile being that's from this broken environment that. I hate, I hate myself for it. I hate the people that put me into it. But when I go and I link up with all these people at school or at this party or whatever, I need to be the biggest, baddest person in the room because if they see any hint of my fear, I'm fooled. Any chinks in the armor, man, is it gives somebody cause, cause to come at you. Um, and we all seen it firsthand, man. Like you said, it's, it's at home you feel safe. As soon as you walk out that door, you got to be a lion. You got to put this mask on. Every day. The proverbial mask, man. And that mask, I don't really want to get on your... I do so much studying, bro, every day. I don't I don't miss a day of learning something. I I, I get to my artistry, which the people know me as Shuasai Hollow, the artist. That's that's a portion of, of who I am as a person. Every day I'm, I'm feeding this sponge. So I don't really want to get on your platform and go into the psychology of it. But if I'm going to just jump straight to the gist of it, when you hear people and you see people saying, man, these adults is crazy or that. I know this one dude, my home, man, they crazy. What they're really doing is giving you surface level. What's going on is from such a young age, the mask has been worn so long. You developed borderline personality disorder. You developed bipolar disorder because you can't distinguish the difference anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize you got on a mask no more until someone points it out that they can see you're not wearing it no more because you're not faking to them anymore. You've taken it off. And when somebody be like, what's wrong with you? 
when you first started talking to me, it was nonstop adoration and love. Now you're like a whole different. They don't see what the person that is acknowledging that sees. They don't. That's what borderline personality disorder is. They don't realize that the mass has slipped. I don't really want to get into psychology too much, man. And that's another conversation. But I study this, man. I study. I study personality types. I study. I study a lot of different stuff, man. Once I got on my self-awareness journey and all that has done is it's just strengthened who I am as a person. Of course, it's made the art a little bit better. It's made it more deep. It's, it's given it more depth, which I do appreciate. But I have to attribute all of it to the time and the hours and investing I've done into learning. You know what I mean? Like just wanting to learn more. Again, man, I, I'm, you know, I know you're a humble guy, but I'm going to say it for you, man. That's some dope ass, deep ass shit. Like I said, man, I, we, and that's what I like about doing this because you, I like learning from people. Um, right. But I also like hearing people's story because I, I think I said this when you was out. I, I don't like TMZ. We talked, we had to kind of had the conversation. I don't yeah, like I've TMZ. never watched, I've never checked it out. Because I don't like hearing somebody else's story from somebody else and then it's slanted and skewed. Um, Narratives painted. Yeah. And I hate that because I, I like, again, I, I like, like you said, I like, I, I kind of like people watching. I like talking to people. I'm not the biggest people person, but I enjoy hearing people's story. Um, um, just because I feel like, like the ancient ancestors where you had that one person who always went around telling those stories and kept those stories alive and they passed those along. I like that, you know, in the yeah. tribes, they used to have that one guy who had all the village stories from the past and he would go tell them. And then he would tell it to another kid. So one day that kid will become, you know, that, that person that was that myth. Yeah. I, I knew a that. guy because most of, most of the time, those guys, the guy that you're speaking of, most of the time they've, they've known these special people who didn't have the arrogance to, to run around speaking of themselves in a certain manner, but they've been so close to said person that, Maybe person perished away and then they're still here. They could tell somebody, you know, I had a homie that was Jesus like. Yeah. I and I that's why I enjoy doing this. Um because it's an opportunity, man, because one, the stereotypes. I like breaking those stigmas when I have people on because you'd be like, you you be like, Oh, I got so and so coming on. Like, and you get that one for like, oh yeah, you know, I know him, he this and that. Or you got some negativity. I'm like, I don't want to hear that from nobody. I, I, I don't come let that man people. come on and speak to who he is. Yeah. And I don't have no preconceived notions. Like everybody gets a fair shake. I don't treat nobody like what I've heard about them or what I right. might think about them. It's all on you. You know what I mean? Um, which is why, like I said, man, talking to you is a dope thing. Like um, just the knowledge and the, and the depths of you, man, it's, it's, it's something that's cool. Um, I say I know you're a humble dude. You appreciate that, man. Um, Definitely appreciate real it. Real genuine, like man, this guy. The conversation is, yeah, you know I mean, it's deep. You know, what I mean, it's, it's not just. Uh, yeah, if I get on the phone, like most people would tell you, which I, you know, what I mean, understanding more of who I am, I rarely do. But when I get on the phone, <laughs> is them conversations be? I'm talking about hours, dog. Like I don't, I don't. Short talk and short chat and all that. Of course, back in, you know what I mean, years back, I had no choice because I wasn't, I was ignorant still. I was still immature. I didn't understand 
that there are people out here who are energy vampires in a sense that that aren't really looking to switch and swap knowledge, but it's just like, let me pick your brain and get the things from you that I need. And let me go to a hundred people so that I can strengthen my chameleon. And, and it's like, okay, now that I understand it, I already know the signs to a lack of self-awareness, a lack of self-love, a lack of self. I've already studied the psychology behind it. So I already know the people that I can and can't conversate with. I already know. Whether women, male, family, whatever the case, you got to understand that the point that I'm at right now, bro, like people looking at me and they feel a way. And, and, and I hope they don't think that I don't uh, know because being the type of empath that I am, you could Google it, the Hey Yoka, of course, all empaths can pick up on, I, bro, literally, I could I could see somebody with my peripherals. I played basketball, so I could be looking straight forward and I could see who's on the left and right of me without looking to them. I can pick up on what somebody is thinking, just staring at me. I can literally, I'm clairvoyant, I'm clairsentient. I can I pick up on energy. Somebody, if I get into a room, that's why I'm a, being an INFJ, which is introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. If I get into a room, uh, amongst people, because I spend so much time alone at home, my energy, you get these, these almost like uh, a star explode type experiences in the solar system. Because you, if you look at my pictures and things, you see the energy throughout the entire room. People are damn near, my, I'm going crazy, but this is because I hone it so long. But at the same time, being in these type of environments drain me completely because I don't know who the people that are there that are just looking for energy. You got to think energy vampires are a real thing. Oh, yeah. So there are, you can't, you can't really put that type of title on the people that are willing to come out and support you. But at the end of the day, life is life. There are people who are and people who aren't. What I do know is I leave social environments completely drained. But while I'm there, I'm damn near the life of, or I can interact with whoever and not, give any more or less energy to Todd that I gave to Brandon or to Keisha. And I, I think that's what my calling is. That's what my gift is to be the beacon of light that another person needs for whether it's a five minute, 10 minute or 15 minute convo. Um, and then I can get back to, you know, extending my knowledge and, and learning more. But I spend probably 98% of my time solo. So when that 2% does come, you got to understand with all the information I have and the energy I have embedded with the trauma that I, it's a, it's a quiet desert storm for just a, a nimbus explosion. That's what happens at my shows and things like that. Damn that's deep. I got, I got nothing rebuttal for that. That's, um, and this I, came, this one. came through acquired knowledge, man. You know, of course I didn't, I, I wouldn't have been able to understand this back when hit them folks happened and I blew up or nothing like that. I was confused. Yes. Hey, you, you're in a better place now, but I, I gotta, I gotta put this picture up. Cause this is, this was the picture. I was like, that's the energy. That picture right there. It says a lot without saying a lot. Mm -hmm. Think of, think of the people because you gotta, what, what, what most people who are on the stage looking up to the person on the stage don't realize is 
Um, depending on however the venue is set up, I would say probably there's been a couple venues where I can see the people out there, but for that specific venue, it's so many overhead lights that I can't really see the crowd. I might just see the the people that are lined up in the front row. So I'm I'm not up here um acting to make sure that everybody that's attending and viewing likes what I'm doing. I'm literally just up here in a theatrical mode performing. So when I do get these moments to see somebody that's up close, that's just having this experience, like, yo, I appreciate you, nigga. And that's the energy I'm getting from them. I can interact with that in a specific light while still in the midst of my set and still performing. Like it's different, man. One has to just come to my show to understand. Like I, I get up there and I transform, man. And, and, and honestly, like me taking in so much content and, and watching these athletes and these people who, are obviously freaks of nature when they get into their element. But when you see them in interviews and you see them on podcasts and things, they're speaking in the same type of sense I am. It can only leave one to imagine, how do you go out on the field and run 45 miles an hour and tackle people with such force that they be knocked out? And not? It, it only makes, it intrigues the mind. There has to be a switch you can flip. Because if they were who they are on the field, off the field, we would just see a raging animal at all times. Oh, yeah. Definitely. There definitely is a switch. Um, cause I, I I grew up a, a Ravens fan, so like Ray Lewis, you know what I mean? Perfect example. He was, you know, like a line on like ferocious, but you get him off the field, totally different person. Um, Humility. Junior, you know what I mean? He They, they call him the kid. So uh, walk softly, but carry big bat. Like King Griffey Jr. on the field, monster. He can power out home runs, but you get him off the field, he was like humble. Mike, um, we get perfect example. We look at what Mike Tyson is right now. Oh my god, yeah. How can you equate who he is on these podcasts to this guy that was knocking men out in two, three seconds as a kid? I went back in on YouTube, they had like Mike's greatest 15 knockout compilation thing, and it was just like surreal to see because like i grew up when mike was still doing his thing but to see the mike now versus the mike then you wouldn't you if you would have told me mike would grew up the what he you know, doing the hangover and just you know what i'm saying doing all this because you you like it's so what we're watching is it depends on the viewer obviously but to somebody who rea ill has empathy authenticity and loyalty and these different things they can look up there and they can be able to put themselves in the shoe to understand okay this isn't who the person is this is who the person has to be for the goals they want to accomplish yeah. but to somebody who doesn't have empathy and, and authenticity and all these different things they're looking at it as this guy is just a pure animal like on whether in out whatever he's an animal in life and then it almost takes on the uh a mind of it is its own in your imagination to believe these are God-like beings when they're just a human like yourself. And honestly, that was, I came to the conclusion upon saying that one line, maybe years ago, before I started making music, I used to always wonder, yo, I understand Michael Jackson is a great, I understand Michael Jordan and all these people are great, but why are you starstruck? Like, why are you falling out and doing these things? I couldn't understand back Gosh. then. Ew. Uh, but the thing like, is, you 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 probably you probably have the same thought process I have to not be able to understand because you un, you have empathy in 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 these things. You can know that 
this person can easily be swept off the earth just like you. Like, this is not a super human being. Of course, they have a great, great talent, but you're putting them in a light where they're unreal. It was a pedestal that was, like, too high. Like, grown men just... Oh, Michael, and he just passed out. When he like wait, the unreal. Later, this like, is the unreal. This is I had homies who they just couldn't understand why IG models look the way they look, and I used to just be like, <laughs> "Bro, like, what's going on, bro? Like, why, why do you, why is you, why are you thinking like that? Why are you thinking that this is just the ultimate that, woman that, or something?" I like, think that's and that's what messed up like people's um, views on. Things like, like that. I, I, and no, and no offense, you know, they, I mean, you know, they paid a lot to look nice and that's cool, but that's, it's for that only. Like, um, I just seen Kanye, uh, thing Kanye did, and he was talking about how IG, uh, was made for women. Um, cause like, I guess Angry Birds did this survey where, you know, the whole swipe feature, it, uh, it, yeah, I heard it. I, I think I saw some snippets of it, but I ain't watched the entire thing. Uh, it, it releases dopamine, you know, and yeah, of course. And all that when you're swiping, so that's why. And the likes, all yeah. the, and the seeing the likes and everything, it's yeah. basically like a female used to be able to. I, I remember the gist of what Kanye was talking about. A female used to have to, when they were younger, before they, you know, social media and everything came, they had to literally jump through hoops and holes to be able to go outside and get five guys to be like, man, you bad. Like, can I get your number? Whether they turn them down or not. Now all you have to do is do a five minutes of prep, throw in a filter, and you can get thousands of people at once to say you're bad. And that is more than what one person can ever offer that woman. Okay. That's what happened to the IGs and and things like that. And it and Facebook. Literally, I I don't I don't utilize social media. I use it for what it is for, but I'm not the person that's on social media sliding through to see something. I I don't I get more angry looking at social media than I do enjoying it. And it's not that I'm just sitting there mad, like, man, why is this or that? It's more of, it reminds me, social media reminds me of the, the people from the inner city, like, because they have such a grip on it because they live through it that literally the social media is the inner city thoughts just being projected. And I can see the reverse psychology of it. And it just, it, it it goes against my soul and i just i just can't enjoy it i literally go on facebook and i see people the john at the top where people type the stat it literally says what are your thoughts and i see that people are not putting in what their thoughts are they're putting what they think will get more people attending to it and reacting to it these are not your thoughts these are what you think people want to see and hear and if you go through a timeline of that it's like you almost deluding your own brain. You're not protecting your energy at that point. You ain't lying. You're not lying. Uh, I went through my timeline. Ain't shit changed. I still talk shit, but uh, it's just it's it's all love, man. That's why I just step away from it, and I just be like, you know what I mean? It's all love. It's all love for me to whoever, man. Be on your path and and, and do whatever it is you feel you need to do. But I, you know. Whether I'm gonna take part in it or not, that's you know that's a different story. Yeah, I, I don't I don't use it like I used to. I try because I'm 
doing what I do, I kind of have to get on there. But like, we just that one doing, aspect. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, I use it for the one aspect, but I'm I'm not the person that's 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 jumping on social media. Yeah, y'all seen that one show? Y'all seen this? Y'all seen? Because I started to notice that the type of things that I take in warrant surface level and and you know there were people that would be able to relate to it but then i would get it just wouldn't be short like i had a, a manager back then who was you know clearly a manipulative narcissistic person but he would tell me like yo you shouldn't post the stuff you posting because it's, it's making people feel away and, and different things it took me years to understand that how real and authentic I was being is going to tick people off who can't be that way. Cause I would write excerpts that would be long because whatever I needed to explain or get out, that was my thought. Of course it would get tons of reaction, tons of whatever. I'm not looking for that, but I really want to teach something and, and, and be that. And in that position, and this guy used to be like, you know, don't put that type of stuff. And I couldn't understand for so long until I realized it was because the majority of the world, if we're going to look at it in a real statistical standpoint, even reading the book Outwitted the Devil by Napoleon Hill, he literally says that every 98 of 100 people are controlled by me. And there's only two that are controlled by my opposition. This is what the devil said. So if you got to think, if I'm posting up a stat and out of 100 people, 98 of them are feeling attacked. What am I creating as time goes on? I'm working against myself in a sense. So I understood him later from that aspect. But at the same time, I'm not thinking about the 98 people that aren't going to. I'm thinking about the two people that need this insight. Mm -hmm. And them the ones that count. Them, them the ones that need more. And them was the ones that appreciated and, and became supporters. You know what I mean? Definitely. And now that you can obviously see, like, I never sit up here and say, I'm a specific type of artist from my region. But what I will say is, look at the results. How many people can you look at their public profile social media from my region and say they have their own environment, like their own, like, kind of like support system, like kind of like entire network type system. Like, it's not too many. It's I don't know any artists from Cleveland that has one. I don't know any artist from Cleveland that has what I have, whether they're local or national. And that's not to say you get more streams, you, you got songs that people like, and that's not saying any of that. I'm saying I don't know anyone that has a network that comes out and supports time after time after time after time outside of myself. And if there was, they're not they're not coming out to prove it. You don't see anyone saying, show, grog shop, I'm me, I'm the person headlining and not me and every other popular guy. And we're going to try to get 10 of each of ours and pack. I'm not doing any of that. I'm headlining the show and I'm getting seven openers that people don't even know. One, Some might be my little cousin. One might be from Youngstown. These are people who people are obviously not going to travel. But 
when you see the results, you're still getting a full house. Who do you know that can do that? That doesn't come from gaslighting and manipulating people because what I've learned is the people that are doing that, they have online followings only. I bought online followings. Their people aren't coming outside. People come outside when they f- it, it induces a certain type of emotion inside. That's why I say the surface level is I got to hold those people accountable as well because what they're doing is keeping the foot in. Yeah, you dropped something, and I do know you. We went to school together, and we follow each other, so I'm going to drop an emoji. But i probably never going to come outside, Brad. But if you blow up and I hit you up for a favor, you can't really deny me because you can look in your post and see that I dropped an emoji every time. And they fucking got the date written down. So Psychology, reverse psychology. They're trying to make the person believe that they love and support them when they really don't really even love and support themselves. So how can they do that for you? That's why me focusing on the 2% for those many years developed an entire coalition of two percenters. That's a hell of a, that's a hell of a thing to look at. I mean, I think, I think we all need to do that. Like, um, not worry about, you know, the, the masses and worry about the, you have to like you, my, my guy Matlock told me when I first started, he, he would tell me, um, you know, use the t- He said, use the 10 percent rule, man. If if your social media got three thousand, if you got three thousand followers or friends on Facebook, know that only 30 of them are paying attention to you. 10 percent on everything. So if you got eight platforms and across those eight platforms, you got 100,000 people watching you. Only about five to ten thousand of them are watching you. And once I embedded that, I no longer cared if everyone liked this stuff, but the people that really are looking for it do. The constant ones. It's the consistency that um that breeds for at least for me, I feel like there I mean, cause I know there if I put and I noticed that if I put something like crazy out there you know there's a lot of likes but if i try to promote the show or guests coming on i see some of the same people and i'm like okay those those people yeah when you put something out there that that has shock value or or clickbait type things that's because that's because the people are the 98 percent are trained to they're mentally trained on a psychological level i don't want to go too deep into it to be um Bind it to negativity and the things that are in the environment that they're from, what they know. It's that 2% that is going to really be like, I don't care about that you put that somebody in another country got their body blown up. I care that you talking about your business, you're passionate about it, and you're supporting it. That's why you're going to have 16 likes on your business post, but 1,600 on that national disaster post. Oh, yeah. And that's because those 16 are your 2%. Definitely. Um, write that down, people. Make sure y'all make sure y'all get that knowledge. Um, damn, brother, you... Like I said, man, you know you're welcome anytime, man. I apologize again for the... No, it's all love, bro. I'm, I'm, whenever it's, it's, it's available, man, I'm here because... I definitely want to have you back on because, like I said, man, I... Um, this conversation with you, man, just having you on, man. I feel enlightened. I, feel, I hope the people feel enlightened. Um, this is about to be a two-part episode. 
It's, I'm making your your part from when we started talking, man. That's just gonna be its own separate part. I feel like I don't want that to get lost in, you know, the show. Every time, every time we get back together, man, we're gonna tap into another dynamic, man. It's oh, we got it's to. for it's for days, man. Like this ain't this this not that surface, man. This is not you're not gonna hit me up a month later and be like, remember what we was talking about last time, and I just be like, yeah, I'm not hit because I made it up. That's not me. <laughs> yeah, you get that sometimes. But no, man, um, I, I feel it. Um, like I said, man, you always welcome, man. Um, I want you to tell the people again about the listening party and where. Yeah, man. Uh, on the um, June sixteenth, man, I'm I'm pulling up in Cleveland, Ohio. We at the B side lounge, which I've never even actually been into myself. Like it's it's always been a venue. It's up under the grog shop for those who don't know the B side lounge. We down there. We got the whole entire patio. I got my man Chef DV coming through to serve food, like get y'all a plate. Free at the door. These, when I do these type events and, and all these different type of networking type Jones, this is for me to get more people to learn more about their 2% and, and network with people who are in that 2% range. So whenever I, whenever you see a Shuasai Holly event, know that it's safe. Know that you can come out. Know that you can enjoy yourself. Know that you're going to be around good energy and good vibes. So Thursday, June 16th, man, we at the B-side from 7 to 10 p.m. Listening to this is for the this for the east side, man. This project that I put together is, is my heart on a platter. This is what I'm giving to y'all. Get y'all the plate. Get y'all some of these giveaways that I'm going to have going on. I got merch guys in the building. Men, women, different people. I got Fat Ninja coming through the john. I got hard apparel. And under God by Dre, which is, you know, these is all good people on my, you know what I mean, on my side. And uh, outside of that, man, it's, it's love. We there 7 to 10, man. Just vibe out and, and just have a good time networking, man, with people. Anybody, anybody is, is welcome. You know what I mean? Anybody. I have open events, man. If you even want to just get a part of the networking and you don't really care for the music yet because you don't know it yet, you're welcome. Because eventually you're going to be like, yo, what was that? And it's gonna take you into a rabbit hole of my music. And when can you get the album? It's it's funny is the way that I have things set up. June June sixteenth, Thursday, the listen event at midnight that John dropped, which is the seventeenth. So two hours after the event ends, y'all already got access. Download it right there. And where can we find it? It's gonna be all platforms, man. Any platform you could think of, period. All digital. Let me let me be specific. Digital service platforms, man. All DSPs. Hmm. I can't wait. Um, definitely gonna try to make it up there. Definitely if you can, be loved. You already know. You're welcome. I got all media has first access, man, to food, everything available because. I know how people get, man. They see, oh, it's food. I ain't eating for three. I'm coming out. I'm eating it all. I know how it can get, man. So <laughs> <laughs> all media is welcome first, man, to get their place and things like that. It's going to be structure. It's always structure involved. It's not just suicide holler. Of course, I don't just go flaunting that it ain't just suicide holler, but it's an entire team behind me. You know what I mean? My 1%. Definitely. I can dig it. Um, yeah, man, I always appreciate you coming on, man. Um, shout out what you guys are doing over there. Man, I do appreciate man. it, bro. I appreciate you having me anytime, man. Anytime. Oh, I'm man. here. I'm available. 
we can hop on this john and just talk about whatever man and you always gonna get some i'm 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 not the type of person that even thinks negative man because the law of hypnotic rhythm is just is is period man with you any dull time is is going to be filled with the pattern of the way you think that's how you begin you don't want to begin drifting man you don't you don't want to drift that's that's how you get people who are quote-unquote haters and people who are quote-unquote sociopathic and psychopathic and all of this this is from drifting so long with a negative thought process you come across somebody that's positive it's everything they do even pointing the finger even taking a step and positive is irritating you yeah well uh, i know some people like that uh i've had i've had i've had siblings brian gonna lie i've had a sibling ask me why you just get down and do push-ups like that That's a weird question, but <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not gonna go too much further than that, but it's just like the push-ups and the the, the ache that's gonna be on my arms and everything I'm having. It. What is it doing to you? I, I never understood that. I never understood why people. We we'll get into that next time, but but I never understand. We're gonna that. get into it next time, bro. I know we've been rocking, we've been chatting for a second, man. And I'm telling you, it could go all night, man. You might want to cut it now, man. <laughs> no, but man, it's always a good time when you come through, man. Like I said, um, definitely a deep brother. Definitely make sure y'all go tap in on the 16th. Make sure midnight y'all got y'all asses up. Y'all hitting all them digital platforms, downloading the album. Definitely making sure I get me a copy for show. Um. I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm not going to get personal. I'm not going to get emotional. Um, but I really do appreciate you for coming on, man. I appreciate everybody who's going to listen to this. Appreciate everybody who's watched, who stayed, man. Um, season six, we here. Um, I'm excited for this season. Um, two years, man. It's, it's been crazy to only been doing this for two years and, to have some success, semblance of success, some failures, some ups, some downs, more ups than downs, man. So I appreciate it. I got to shout out my people at WMIC, Opulence Radio, um, 4 Media TV. Uh, we, we're doing women's radio, uh, women's um, active wear now, man. We got mm. partnership doing that, man. 10% off WTS. Go to the uh, website and get your women some uh, active wear. Get to it. Um, get to it. <laughs> but, man, it just feels good, man, to be in a position, man, to be able to talk to dope people, to have partnerships, to have people who's pushing the show. Um, I didn't think we would be here. I didn't think we would be past the first year. I didn't think we would get this is episode seventy three. You know what I'm saying? Close we getting to a hundred. Breaking that breaking that barrier more and more, man. It's it's building you you you're driving your confidence behind it. Eventually it ain't gonna stop. Every day. Um so I, I again man, I appreciate everybody who comes through. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, if nobody else tells you you're fucking amazing and dope and don't ever stop doing what you're doing, um, you know what I say, man. Your story might help somebody else out. Hopefully my story of perseverance through this and not wanting to quit and help somebody else. If not, it's going to reach the people it need to reach. Um, as always, man, whether it's one or a million, we're still going to give you the same dope-ass show, the same dope-ass people, man. Um, brother Holly in the building. Mm. Uh, yeah, appreciate you, man, for coming through. Um, 
I was giving give y'all all the websites and all that, but y'all know where to find us at. We everywhere. Uh, man, I, I get to it, y'all. <laughs> show love, man. If y'all want to show love, that's cool too, man. It's somebody that do. We here. We here to stay. The passion is there. Y'all see it. And that's how it's gonna continue to rock, man. I ain't even gonna I ain't even got nothing else to say, man. Brother Holly did it for me, man. So y'all know what? It's season six. We're gonna leave y'all with the white girl. <laughs> You've been listening to What the Shit, a product of Black Legacy Productions and WMIC Media.